Hello guys, peace be upon you. Welcome back to Conti One Tonight with me, Mr. One Piece and Mr. JS, aka my neighbor, not, not your, your neighbor. neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Hello guys, uh, welcome back with us. Eh? Uh, It's really been a very long time that we both are doing podcast because uh, we both have a, you know, very tight schedule to actually find time for us to do podcasting. And whatever it is for tonight's episode, we gladly to say that we achieve one of the milestones. What I mean was <laughs> very long. This guy explained <laughs> very long. Ah, huh? <laughs> we receive uh, a story that came from uh over the bridge, <laughs> <laughs> not under the bridge. Ah, uh, not the bridge, over the bridge, <laughs> from Johor Bahru. Even though the Causeway Causeway Bridge is closed for us to go there and there to go here, we still receive a story. From Johor Bahru. Ah, uh, let's not wait for so long. Eh, let's not wait for so long. <laughs> I think you all understand. Lah. <laughs> understand, lah, eh? Ah, uh, before I start the story for tonight, let's hear our song. Hello guys, welcome back with us at Conti One Two Nine, the one and only One Two Nine, not One Three Zero, not One Three Zero because we One Two Nine. Do you want to nine? Ah, <laughs> uh, do you want to nine? Eh, cool, sir. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, no further ado. Let's start with the first story that came from the overbridge, Johor Bahru. <laughs> overbridge. <laughs> okay. Greetings to the listeners of Conti One Two Nine. I am Joe from Johor Bahru. I would like to share an experience that I went through. Actually, I had a strange experience while I was doing my college. For me, it's a bit weird and a little scary. At that time, I prayed near the college surau. Surau for those uh, normally uh, speakers, surau is a small mosque. 
Okay. The surau was surrounded by a dark tinted mirror. So at night, we from inside the surau could not see outside. And just like the people outside could not see the inside of the surau. To make a story, that time I prayed Maghrib. But it was late at around 7.50pm. That time I just took ablution and prayer. I prayed alone in the surau and no one else was there. I prayed on the side of the surau wall with my right shoulder right next to the surau mirror. I prayed as usual. When the third raka'ah is my last... Last apa eh? Uh, last raka'ah means last uh, steps before uh, you end yes. the prayer. Yes, correct. My last steps before I end my prayer <laughs> is time to say my salam. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi to the right. Assalamualaikum warahmatullah and to the left. When I want to give salam on the left side, automatically my eyes look at the reflection of myself on the surau mirror. But I felt weird then when I give my salam on the left side, I see my face in the mirror as if my face was giving a big smile looking back at me. <laughs> Astaghfirullahaladzim. In my heart, I said. At that time, I did not give salam to the left side and continued to walk quickly out of the surau in a state of fear, anxiety and confusion. That's all guys. Thank you all for listening to my short horror story. Yes, thank you Joe from Johor Baru for sharing your short story. Even though it's short, it's really, it's really, really scary and creepy lah. Because it's about a mirror. <laughs> but don't worry, we can elaborate at the end of the session. So, I will go to the last story for tonight it came from Ai from Creep Out as Friends he previously shared with us two stories with us so here is one of his story so I will begin hello every listeners of Conti129 here is my short story to be shared so guys here another story so this thing happened when I was in secondary school, I picked up some martial arts such as Muay Thai, Silat and MMA. So, I picked up Silat with my late uncle and learned from him for about 2 to 3 years. After so long learning from him, I realized that every Friday night, he will always so-called smoke his craze, his rings and many other things so one night me and my mom went over to his place and something happened 
The house was in the mess. The door was ajar. Then I went to his room and I saw he is being possessed and saying things that really scary such as which means his mind there's many more but I can't see everything sorry so what I did was I said my prayers and I also azan at him and he fainted until my another uncle came with one ustaz the ustaz do his things and I heard a lot of communication between them then when they come out of the room they said my uncle already passed away <laughs> that's all and the things that he smoked the ustaz settled for us and the rest it is history okay guys that's the end of the second story and no further ado we will come back to you guys at our elaborate elaboration session for meanwhile just take a break. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Mokoro Singapore. If you guys want to own a fragrance smell that came from woods, you can jolly well DM them contact them for any sales inquiries but for now just chill hello guys welcome back with us at Kunti129 for our elaborate elaboration elaborate elaboration uh, not elaboration. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, guys, <laughs> let's start with our first story. I will summarize the story. So, Joe is from Johor Bahru. Uh, while he was on college, he went to uh, do his prayer. Lah. Uh, near to his college, there was one surau. Uh, surau, like what I say previously, is a small mosque. Uh, the small mosque or surau, what we call it, uh, near to his college. So, he went there uh, very late lah for, to perform his uh, Maghrib prayers. Uh, supposed to be 7, 10, 7, 15 when the call of prayers lah, but he was late. So he went there then uh, unfortunately he was alone uh, around 7.50. So he start his uh, prayer then the third raka'ah or the third uh, the third round is it? The, or, the third what steps uh, there are three steps to finishing the the whole prayer so the first, third cycle third, is it? Uh, third cycle can uh, uh, can uh. third stage uh, third stage uh, yes. yeah, whatever lah <laughs> uh, so when he was about to end uh, his prayer he gives salam to the right but when he was about to give salam on the left he was uh, actually uh, looking at the mirror then 
he his eyes automatically look into the mirror and saw that his face in the mirror actually give him a big smile but he didn't even smiling so uh he felt scared and creep and he straight away uh stand up and rush out from the surau because he felt uh you know because he didn't smile <laughs> and the mirror actually smiling back at him so he felt scared then he went out from the surau so that's the end of the story for uh the summarize of uh Mr. Joe from Johor Bahru what do you think Mr. Jais so i think um in my opinion yeah i've been to this type of surau in Johor before when uh, before covid times um these surau right in general they are very quiet at night especially at night or yeah. early morning like before 7 am hmm. so when there's the time when uh, people don't usually not say they don't, don't usually lah because there are a lot of surau's in Malaysia in general yes so when there's a lot of surau's right there's the people that go to the surau they can go to anywhere and everywhere in their area so there are bound to be some surau's that are not uh, uh, I won't say not attended I mean people Some surahs tend to have lesser people going there lah mm. to do prayers. So, but for Joe, he was kind of late for his prayers. So, naturally, he would be praying alone. Usually, when you go to a mosque, right, you expect There yourself be to be praying with your with uh, other some people. people la. Yes, but for Joe's case, he was late for the prayer, which was supposed to start at seven ten. I'm I suppose. So, but he was there somewhere seven. close to eight. Yes, which the next prayer time is actually about eight fifteen or eight twenty. But uh. should be there should be people, right? Naturally, should be people. But then, but then, according to Joe, yeah. the he was alone. Yes, he was alone, and the surau or the small mosque was actually located in, uh, in somewhere near his college. Yes. So naturally, when the surau is situated near a college, the people that will be going to the surau are students. Yes. Because other people from the other campus would go to another surau. Hmm. Like what I said, there are a lot of surauls in Johor or Malaysia. So there's like plentiful and abundance of surau so since that surau is for students the students probably prayed earlier and they are done for the night yes so Joe was late did his prayer and on the on the on a side note for me I believe that all surau all mosques they have some kind of guardian like how spiritual say, yeah, guardian spiritual guardian yes. how I would say like hey your house also got guardian Yes, unseen. my house also got guardian. You cannot see when <laughs> the guardian can be nice to you or go uh, against you, lah. Yeah. If the guardian goes against you, you better, then he will do stupid things to you, lah. You better move out from your house. Yeah, he will, <laughs> you know, show himself, lah. He yeah. will move things around, lah. He will hide your items, lah. You know that mm. kind of thing. So, likewise, if there's a guardian in your house, there's also a guardian in mosques or shopping malls or anywhere, lah. Mm-hmm. Because we cannot see the other realm, we cannot see the other dimension. Mm-hmm. So what you see in your house, for example, is probably in another dimension. It's a different place. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So, like I said, maybe what spoke Joe when he was doing his prayers, uh, is probably the guardian of the small mosque or the surau. Mm. That could be a possibility. La. In my opinion, another, uh, 
could say observation or opinion okay that mirror that was there at the small mosque was probably a a lingway or a bridge not to Causeway not to, to another, Johor to but another to another portal. another portal to another realm it's a portal to another realm or another dimension so you know like how you watch horror movies when you look and stare hard enough at the mirror you somehow would go inside if the plot of the movie is like that lah and I also seen a Facebook post before online about this guy who was shaving in the toilet looking at himself shaving then as he was turning to the side as he was about to take maybe his cream or something lah so he just moved to the side but the reflection his reflection on the mirror wasn't moving was still standing there so that's spooky right guys so in other words that's probably another portal to to another dimension or the guardian of the the mosque or the the surau is was there to disturb Joe lah hmm. these two are possible to me lah I don't think I could explain further because uh, if because from my observation and from my experiences when I go to surau's in GB they are really really creepy especially when it's at night yeah so having a mirror there actually adds the creepiness to the whole situation uh, I don't know why there must be a mirror there lah, you know because the mirrors are usually in the toilet I don't know why the mirrors are, are in, the mirror was inside the prayer room and there's a question mark lah. but mm. why it was there we do not know but a possibility of that being the 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 portal lah, to another realm is possible mm. or just the you know the guardian or the jinn or the ghost trying to make fun trying to have fun, scaring you off lah. Uh, so that's my opinion. Uh, I would say I agree 90%, 90% of what Mr. J has said lah. So that means you don't need to explain really lah. Yeah. You agree really. Uh, I agree. Mangkuk <laughs> <laughs> this guy, don't to talk. <laughs> uh. Because if you guys look at the mirror, uh, confirm uh, out of uh, maybe thousands of people out there, millions of people, confirm when you stand in in front of mirror, confirm you guys got this thought that, eh, uh, is the uh, is it the mirror inside the mirror actually another dimension? Because it's a uh, your reflection, you know. It's a mirror. See mirror. There <laughs> there is a uh, mirror taboo that, uh, like what Mister Jesse, uh, he saw this video, uh, when this pers- uh, this man was uh shaving his beard or what uh, looking into mirror then after that he want to you know like look on the left but actually the mirror the reflection on the mirror actually stays there looking at him so what's the possibilities uh, we got if you guys uh, go into youtube.com or youtube channel you guys actually can uh, you know view some videos that actually uh, mirrors uh, horror Horror about mirrors lah. Like, uh, the... So, what do you type on YouTube hmm. to get this type of videos? Uh, mi- haunted mirrors. Reflection. Yeah, maybe ref- uh, haunt, uh, haunt, scary reflection on mirror. Uh, that lah. <laughs> uh, something like that lah. Eh. You guys go YouTube. Uh, uh, 
you guys can watch by yourself lah. But other than that, uh, I have nothing more to say. Uh, let's go to the second story and the last story about uh, Ai. That uh, when he was secondary school, he uh, takes a lot of uh, martial arts lah. Uh, but he focusing on the silat part. So he he learned uh, silat from his uh, late uncle for about two to three years lah. So uh, while he was, uh, you know, these two, three years, he uh, go through this silat uh, session with his uncle. He always noticed that every uh, Friday night, he will saw his un- uh, late uncle actually smoking his craze or even the his rings or uh, anything else lah. He will smoke at the, you know, uh, Friday night. So, one night, he and, uh, I and his mother went to his uh, late uncle's house. Uh, they were shocked that uh, when they went there, the house was a mess, then the door was ajar. So, uh, both of them went into his uh, late uncle's room and saw that actually the his late uncle was possessed. And this possessed thing said that he's mine. He's mine. So, uh, after for a while, uh, another uncle and one ustaz came and do all the necessities. Lah. So, after that, uh, the ustaz uh, do his thing. After that, after all done, the ustaz went out from the room and said to them, Your uncle has passed away. So, uh, other than that, Ai doesn't share anything maybe due to his personal reasons. So, that's all what he shares. So, uh, what do you think, Mr. Jess, about this story? I'm not sure about other culture from other races. Whether other cultures from other races also practice this smoking. When we say smoking, right? It's not the smoke, the cigarette kind of smoking. It's when you burn the uh, incense oil, right? Uh, the incense, I don't know what you call it in English. It's like a coal. coal. It's like uh, charcoal, like, guys. Uh, like charcoal. That kind of for when you barbecue. When, uh, but this is for, especially for spiritual, when, spiritual reason. When yes. back then, right, our ancestors, they, they love doing this. Especially in the 70s or the 80s. They love doing this to so-called protect themselves from in loosely right it's like to guard the house lah. by smoking the house on every Thursday night will guard the house from evil from outside evil coming into the house that is the belief back then I'm not expecting you guys to believe this kind of culture because usually it's practice, being practiced by the Malays back then but uh, for now uh, this generation actually when we say about this, uh, you know, smoking the house mm. is actually a bad thing to do. Lah. Mm. For uh, people, old people, lah, uh, maybe 40, 50, 60s, uh, they thought that smoking the house at uh, Thursday night actually is good for the house. It's actually protecting the house. Actually, uh, after uh, around this generation, when, uh, you know, YouTube came out, then a lot of, of uh, you know, Ustas, uh, all the religious leaders, uh, religious leaders, uh, Came, uh, came out this, you know, all these things telling that actually 
you smoke the house every Thursday night, it's actually not protecting the protecting the house. Actually, you giving food. This uh smoke actually is a food for all those genes. The spirits. Yes, actually, you are welcoming them to your house, not actually protecting your house from them. Ah, mm. uh, so because if you smoke also, ah, uh, the cigarette also is also a a way to feed the. <laughs> The spirits, uh, so don't smoke, guys. Okay, you don't smoke, ah, uh, because you are actually feeding the the spirits or the demons. Ah, uh, that's what we believe, lah. So like I said, maybe I different culture. Ah, you quit, lah. Maybe we quit smoking. So when uh, I'm not sure about other cultures, so but this is specifically from the Malay culture. So back then, during the 70s or 80s, uh, the Malay community they love to do that to protect the house by smoking the house, lah, on Thursday nights. So for Ai story, uh, I think Ai is uh, uh, because of the of the silat thing, because the silat thing they these are additional like extra things that you need to do to remain strong to give you extra power. That's the that's what they believe, and uh, I'm sure those who are who practice silat this. Two types of them lah. One is doing the sports, and one is doing for protection. Yeah. So again, if we go back to history during the war, during when when Singapore and Malaysia were just kampongs and village, during the war when we were invaded by, you know, the British slash the Japanese, these are the people that were probably protecting the country. The by villages. fighting the villagers who practice this silat thing with the smoking of the house and the craze. So this is their way to protect the country and I'm sure they did. So back then, that's why if I read correctly, right, oh, in one of the history books, the invaders had difficulty defeating the Malays in Malaysia because of this factor. Because they had some kind of supernatural strength. Although they do not, they did not carry guns back then. They were just carrying knives or, you know, parang small knife. Uh, those crazy. Yeah. So, they were, they were, they were actually for by using those kind of weapons, they could actually hold on to the battle. Although they lost eventually, but they could hold on to the battle. Imagine giving them guns with this kind of superpower. I'm sure double power. Ah, uh, but too bad lah, because back then. <laughs> You know, we didn't have any guns. At They Kampong. used traditional weapons. Yes. So, because of that war thing, that culture, it brought down to the 70s, to the 80s. So, you know, until the 90s and the current time, during current time, people probably not so interested in this culture anymore. Hence, you see lesser of this kind of stories. Yes. For myself, my experience, I went through Silat also, <laughs> but for a year plus lah. Uh, what I could say is, uh, If you read about these silat uh things, right? Actually, there's a many uh there's uh many many things about silat lah. Then maybe uh silat for protection uh what self defense. Mm. Uh, I would say that silat uh the silat was actually uh you know em I would say empty lah. In Malay, it's kosong. Mm. Means uh there's no not no uh sport silat silat for sport sport silat lah. But uh for all Old people, uh, like what Mr. J say, villagers, uh, old time, uh, I would say those, uh, gurus or teachers lah, uh, of silat. Silat gurus. Yeah, silat gurus. 
eventually I would say uh many of them or maybe a uh, few of them lah have this thing like smoking the craze you know uh having a extra protection uh by using spiritual guardians uh the spiritual way to get guardian guide yeah uh yeah ah uh, yeah correct lah eh? yeah yeah so uh i would say last time lah but now uh if i say about this in singapore actually uh there is a you know it is called illegal if you enter uh you know sports like but uh they get to know maybe they get to know you doing this thing actually you are being banned mm. uh so you cannot play around in singapore about silat because they will check on you lah mm. so Spir- spiritual check ah uh, yalah like that lah. i don't know lah correct or not also i don't know i just see spiritual check yeah so for modern days uh i would say i i would not say there's no nothing ah uh, no more uh Maybe there's quite a few, but I don't know lah. I'm sure they they are still a group of people who still practice this lah. I'm sure because this is part of the silat tradition. Yeah, if I would say empty or kosong or not, ah, uh, you sportsman silat lah. Ah, uh, it's actually physical way, but if you wanna say old people, ah, uh, old timer, is physical and uh inner energy ah uh, something like that i don't know sembarang inner energy yeah inner energy you know key ah key key chi key chi yeah your chi chi eh qi yeah chi ke key eh depending on on your language lah yeah lah your inner your inner energy lah everybody have but it depends on you lah eh you can open or not also i don't know <laughs> So uh yeah that's all for me lah. <laughs> yeah, so 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 anything <laughs> I don't know what to say already. You say already. I I lost track. Confused I I talk uh, so confused. Yeah, uh, you talk you confuse yourself. So uh in okay in a nutshell silat there's two variation, two types. One is for sports, one is for uh, protection. Yes. Okay. Uh, protection uh, by getting help from the spiritual uh, spiritual guys yeah guys ah huh? guys <laughs> so there's two types of silat lah so but now not many practice that the youth now prefer not to do it mm. they prefer to they prefer playing uh, land games and pubg uh, maybe thousands of COD. youth uh, youth uh, maybe hundreds of them you know interest in uh, you know self defense martial arts I don't know because, because the way of defending is to take picture or video and then send to <laughs> social media. Then that's that's the way to protect. I think it's not bad idea, lah. You know, uh, instead yeah. of fighting, you just take video, just layan a bit. Or maybe if your dream was to actually represent Singapore in silat, ah, uh, sportsman. That's a silat sports, lah. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like kung fu, lah, guys. I mean, I mean, kung fu. So I'm sure one is the normal one. Another one is the spiritual one, you know, where you get the tiger lah, the snake lah, you know, yeah, something like that lah. Uh, uh, you all watch kung fu hustle, you all know lah. Yeah, huh? I don't know whether that one all got spirit thing or not. Also, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure the normal one lah won't have this kind of power lah. Those yes. extra extra one. Yeah, same thing lah, same thing. Mm. Yeah, same thing lah, same mm. same John Raw. same concept. 
konsep Conti one to nine, Mr. One Percent. Mr. Jess. My neighbor. Not your neighbor. But tonight, My Mr. JS ne- is your neighbor, but not your next door. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. I, Where it, sounds like, it sounds like confused. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, Good night. Bye. Bye. We're just not like the other guys And we know it A night of spooky stories Cause we love it The horror and the humor Keeps you laughing <laughs> We're still in the game Nothing's changed Just taking the blame Doing it in the hood Ready shoot True to his name just killing it with local slang and lots of bad grammar uh-huh. To represent the hook as much as we could Cookie yeah. tales and table flicks, our weekly fix To lead to your kids We are kids, we O-N-T-I, one to nine We are not like the other guy <laughs> <laughs>